Comic Book Club News gives you the comic book news you need to know first thing in the morning every weekday in the form of digestible three to five minute long podcasts. Comic Book Club News recaps breaking news stories from Marvel, DC Comics, and beyond Monday through Friday. New episodes drop 6 a.m. ET in the Comic Book Club News feed so they're ready for you when you're ready for the day. Comic Book Club News. You hear it second or third, possibly fourth. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10 piece Wick Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. This is a podcast from Minute Media. It's creepy, but nice. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Comic Book Club. I'm Alex. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And we're coming to you live in a couple of different places on the internet. We're live on Crowdcast, live on YouTube. Also coming to you later, podcast, just audio, a couple of different places, Spotify, Stitcher, etc. Other uh, iTunes podcast things like that. Who even it's knows? Yeah, it's all good. It's all good though, bro. Wherever you're watching, wherever you're listening, we love it. We love for you uh, coming out tonight. We love for you listening tonight. It's real cool. We got some cool vibes going on here. Ooh, you know what I'm talking about? Jazz clubs <laughs> announcer vibe from Alex, Mr. Alex. Now our first call in comes oh, from boy. a little lady <laughs> in Alabama who's having a little trouble with her husband. Seems he hates reading comic books and she likes reading comic books. For comic e what is in going Alabama, on right we're gonna play Welcome. a song for you now. <laughs> it's journeys any way you want it. That's the way you need it. <laughs> This is Pete Line, where Pete shouts rom-com advice at you based on his viewing of recent rom-coms. Guys, Pete? we have a great... Pete? Yeah? Pete, what's your advice? Oh. Uh, hey, we're doing a show now, Pete. You want to like... Oh, thanks, uh, you know what? I'm starting to think Too maybe you need some sort of counted to really get into the show, to really get you revved up for it. Mm-hmm. So you know what? Next time, we'll try like a oh, little counted to, bring like, that get count you, back. to get you Double revved count. up for it. Because you no seem need. to be very confused right now is what's going on. Okay? <laughs> so I think it's the countdown. It's the lack of countdown that's doing it's it. It's lack of counting. Yes. We're that couple that fights in restaurants. Welcome to our comic book <laughs> podcast. <laughs> we have a great show for you with some great guests, but a couple of things to get out of the way first. First of all, we have been asking you all over the past couple of weeks to make recommendations of titles for us to review over in the iTunes comments under podcast uh, visual arts comic book club that's a great place to find it you can just head over there and We've leave us a comment a visual art mm-hmm. we're like stand art sitting on your grandmother's <laughs> shelf wherever it is leave us a comment there we're requesting a book we've been having some uh, great requests this week on the stack we got a request uh, we're going to be reviewing mighty morphin power rangers teenage mutant ninja turtles from boom studios right. but we actually yes. have another request from the itunes comments that i'll we'll read right see here. We'll see. Uh, I threatened Pete. I gave some hints about what this might be about, and he got really scared because 
secret baby. And then Angela says, I love this podcast. It has opened me up to titles I wouldn't have even bothered with in the past. I would love it if they did a review for the Empowered Omnibus Volume 1 from Dark Horse. Not manga, not pure superhero. A fun combination of both. Uh, that was one of my favorite books back in the day. I haven't read it for years. So we, we oh, talked wow. about that book a lot of I read Yeah. It. So very excited to revisit that. Thank you for the That's suggestion. Angela, we won't be reviewing it on this week's podcast, but perhaps on next week's podcast, we'll check in and do a review then. And if you'd like to request a review, again, just leave it in the iTunes comments. Uh, we would love to check it out. Old trades, new trades, uh, single issues, honestly, anything you want. It's fun to revisit and check out stuff that we've never checked out before. Now, second little order of business here, as frequent listeners or watchers of the podcast know, we have a curated drink each week from mm. Brett Macris, our official CBC chef. This week, he actually made two things that I'm going to mention. Uh, the first one was he recommended a drink from the Gotham Cocktail Book. It was called Birds of Prey. Mm. It's very nice. It's interesting that we have... Oh, did you make... Did you put some cherries in your uh, vodka, Pete? Or are you just showing no, off a glass just, of piss? I thought that's what we were... We that looks more like moonshine <laughs> than anything. <laughs> yes. Uh, so this is... Uh, correct me if I'm, if I'm forgetting anything. It's gin... Uh, orange curacao. I used Contro. Uh, you're supposed to use a splash of cherry brandy. I just used some mm-hmm. of the liquid from the cherries uh, and some dry vermouth. And then you add three cherries yes. on a stick is the technical. Three Amarone cherries, the fanciest mm-hmm. cherries you can find. Ooh. Do you have those? I do not have those, unfortunately. I do have those. They're right there in the bottom. Ooh, I mean, nice. honestly, like. Don't cherry I'm flex not, all over us, guy. I'm not an elitist in any which Seems way. Seems like a little bit. Do yourself a favor and plus up to the fancy cherries because mm-hmm. um, the the regular cherries that you can get, it's like eating um, like the top of an elf's hat, essentially. <laughs> so don't do that anymore and buy a fancy cherry. I don't know. I kind of want to taste an elf's hat now. <laughs> I don't know why I thought of that first, but that is what it's I It's red. Do. I'll give you that. Uh, the other thing that I'll mention that is, I thought, pretty great is, uh, I don't know if you're aware of this new movie, The Batman, that's coming out starring Robert Pattinson. Yeah, it's it's about oh, a character that named... George, that's a George Clooney Batman. Yes, it's a George Clooney Batman. It's uh, about this character named Batman. Anyway, it's coming out in March, and a tie-in is Little Caesars is doing a thing called the Batman Calzone, which is, as far as I understand it, it's basically a calzone with a pizza on top that they shaped to kind of look like a bat symbol. Mm. So, Brett... That's just good marketing. It's good marketing. As you know, uh, Batman always wolfing down calzones day in and day out. So, it's a nice tie-in. But yeah, Brett He would actually... always be like, Alfred, throw in the zone in the oven. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> Batman famously eating whatever Alfred gives him. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> Brett, uh, in our Slack, patreon.com slash comic book club, he uh, made his home version of the calzone uh, and gave some step-by-step directions how to do it, which is so great. So I'm looking forward to making my own calzone instead of plugging my hard earned seven 99 down at little Caesars, you know, I gotta say, I mean, the the calzone that Brett made is amazing and it's awesome, but calzone is one of those foods that I'm like, I don't need to make this at all. This is a food that's (laughs) readily available in the outside world. It costs very little. Uh, and I and feel like uh, if I'm going to approximate it, it's the I, I what they're yeah. doing is perfect. DP, don't want my like favorite high zones. end cherries. 
DP Doe shout out. Shout yeah, out to man. Ithaca's DP Doe. Good stuff. All over the place. It got him in Pennsylvania too, bro. Nah, I don't want to hear it. All right. Why don't we move on with our first guest tonight? Uh, he is one of our good friends here at the show. We chatted with him a couple of months back at this point. We used to have him back when shows were live, live all the time. He is now yeah. a writer for the WWE as well as Vice. And we're very excited to welcome him back to talk about all things WWE. Whenever he gets in here, I'm not going to tell you his name. You'll have to guess what Ooh, it is. Nice. That's a Maybe. fun. A lot of clues. A lot of clues there. Yeah. So if you can read any one of our promotional tweets, then this can be <laughs> solved. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Chris Dunn should be in here in a second. While we uh, have a second, I can things. talk Ooh. about. There he is. Hey. Oh, I remember this happened the last time, too. Yeah. Nice. Hello. Great. Don't talk the whole time. Oh no, I can't talk either. Let me ask you this, Chris Dunn. Do you have headphones? Um, because that'll put this to bed. Yeah, let me uh... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is good. It's so great. Yeah. Good. Justin, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say, um, you know, there's a lot of corporate pizza chains, and right. I feel like we everyone has their one, their home, their pizza home, their zone home. And mine is Little Caesars. Growing up, Little Caesars, pizza, 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 pizza. You know, all of this kind of sounds like hamada, 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 hamada. Um, but there he is. Hey, Chris. Well, we're off to a great start. Yes, everything's going so great. Uh, very well. Now that the echo is down, I'm very excited to see you again. Glad to have you here. Uh, you look very comfy. Yeah, it's uh, you know, as a as a writer, I'm trying to live that. Uh, nice. Yeah, you really are doing words it. Seventy a minute life. Seventy mm. a minute. Wow, I love this pace. <laughs> yeah, that is <laughs> fast. I type fast, but not well. Oh. <laughs> when do you also, think? When do you think of the words? Oh, congratulations! Oh, just, uh, wait. They don't have to be like they don't have to be any like set for sentence. It's just like random words. You uh, know, random random words. Order. Oh, you're a madman! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just want to get it on the page. Then you can get in a little work. Then you edit. That's right. You just get yeah. any words. That's what they don't tell you. <laughs> yeah. Hemingway just wrote hundreds of words, and then later went back and cut it down to the baby shoes thing. Precisely. <laughs> well, wait. You're gonna I, congratulate us on something. I want to hear about that. Oh yeah, it's just you know I've I've been coming and watching the show for years, and now like you guys have a personal chef, you're wow. doing ad reads for cherries, calzones. <laughs> you guys have made it. It's awesome. We're doing great. Get all that little Caesar money. <laughs> We're not even asking for money. We just want one Batman calzone between the three of us. That's yeah, it. We'll spread it three it, ways. It looks delicious. <laughs> It By the way, the only way to live see, I was nervous uh, you weren't going to be here because I didn't see a sound check. I thought you were going to be watching like Punisher Dirty Laundry or something. Mm. I was. That's why I was late. <laughs> I lost track of time. Also, not a great sound check. Let me just based on what happened. Uh, Chris, <laughs> you're here to talk about some WWE stuff and a gentleman by the name of R-Truth. Yeah, you know, it's... Uh, when people think about wrestling a lot, they think like The Rock and John Cena and Roman Reigns or Hulk Bianca Belair, Hogan, Hogan. Yeah. Um, Coco Beware, yeah. John Coco Beware, yeah. 
a bunch of people Hulk Hogan does not like. Uh, <laughs> if you pay attention to Gawker. Um, but uh, yeah, like our truth is a guy who just turned 50 last week. Um, he's wrestled in WWE in his 20s, 30s, 40s, and now his 50s. Wow. And wow. Uh, I think he's probably the most underappreciated talent in wrestling. And I just wanted to kind of honor him. And, you know, I love this podcast. So, you know, I brought it up to Justin just because, you know, when people think about wrestling, a lot of the time they think about like people arguing over belts and are like, I want to beat you. Um, Cage match. And here's the th thing like wrestling, especially now when you have like seven hours at WWE and four hours at AEW, a lot of it's the same crap. Um, it's just like oh, wow. the same moves over and over again. And you kind of have to be different to be stand out. And I, I think like our truth has like had a career where he's like constantly changed, uh, going mm. from like a person who's like been in the ring at Madison garden with like Cena and the rock to probably the greatest comedian ever in wrestling. And I think like, um, you know, he, he had a life where, or he has a life where, you know, he's been in trouble with the law in the past, in his like early days before he got into wrestling. So he was rehabilitated life through it. And I just think like, if you are uh, any interest in wrestling and you enter into laughing, uh, you should go watch some of his highlights. Like he has a segment that we did a couple of years ago with Brock Lesnar, uh, where he's in the ring with this massive, six eight three hundred pound man doing like some really looney tune styles comedy um and pretty much like the last few years he's been like a living looney tunes character like fighting guys in chicken suits uh <laughs> having matches on airplanes uh having like a, a, a fight with santa claus uh pretty much anything he's done Finally. and like yeah it's that guy deserved it um, yeah, especially those elves with those cherry hats. Ugh. Exactly. Um, but yeah, and he's also like one of the best people around. So I just kind of wanted to just go on and say like, happy birthday to him. And like, if you have any interest in wrestling at all, like watch his stuff because he does the hardest stuff to do in wrestling. Mm. Wow, well, awesome. I mean, it is hard. It is hard to adapt to the times. Like you're saying to have a career that long and change it up and still be doing full Looney Tunes stuff is, is really hard. Is there, are there any particular um, places you can send us to watch something specific or is there a specific uh, match to look up um, that you're yeah, like, that's like, the one for the intro. Yeah. I think like the big one is the Brock Lesnar, our true segment, which WWE posted on, um, on YouTube. You can ease, that's easily find that. And then WWE has a couple of playlists um, of, 20, of the 24 seven title, which is the comedy title um, that R-Truth, essentially like everyone thought that title was gonna be a failure. It was kind of a rip off of a title that the WWE did in the nineties called the hardcore title. Um, mm. But one writer on the writing team while I was there, this guy, Dewey Foley, who's Mick Foley's son, um, pitched to kind of bring our truth from SmackDown to Raw the night they debuted it. And it kind of took the 24-7 title and like, instead of just being like a, 
lame, like a segment that could easily be lame every week. Um, really the highlight of the show a lot of times. And like on YouTube and various social media platforms, a lot of truths 24-7 stuff have combined to have over 100 million, 100 million views. Hmm. No. That's and awesome. he's still wrestling today, you're saying? Yeah, he's on every week. Uh, he looks much younger than 50. And uh, he <laughs> always gets the best out of every segment. And his character is kind of very, is very full of life and very plays everything incredibly straight and earnest, which leads to, if you're a comedy fan, some of the best, best jokes, whether you're a wrestling fan or not. Uh, so I have an alarm set anytime there's a potential new Pete story developing in <laughs> oh, our great. comments. And we have one here from Liwana Nana. Oh, Pete, yeah. remember when you got invited? It is a story. When you got invited to play Santa Claus in WWE, but you couldn't. Yeah, now, there's a, a possibility of an audition for something. And unfortunately, it, uh, I believe Chris Dunn was the one who tried to make that happen. Right. Is that oh, right? Yeah, I was looking for somebody. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great. Uh, Luana oh. brought that up, and here's the connection. You would have been a 24 7 champion. Yeah, I know. Have, uh, yeah. It was, I was like, it was really upsetting that I couldn't do it. I was like, it was pretty sad for a while. Thanks for bringing that oh. up, Luana. <laughs> well, <laughs> well the, the negative is it was the coldest night of the year in New York. Uh, That's right. right it was. Christmas. Yeah, you would have frozen. Out. Chris saved yeah. you. Pete, now, you would have died. Four million people would have seen you on TV. So, but then you'd be locked into the role of Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah. You if know, you like could, Hogan would be a WWE champion. Pete, honest question though: You've seen the movie Caddyshack, right? Numerous times. Great. You know the thing where the and guy is having two. the best golf game of his life, right? And then he gets struck by, by lightning, lightning. Struck yeah. by lightning and dies. Yeah. So let's say a similar situation for you. You get a do-over and you get to be Santa Claus on the WWE. You're fighting your way up. You're going to be the champion. You're having the best night of your life. But also by the end, you know you're going to freeze to death. Do you do it? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, you got to go out on top. <laughs> you got to go out on top. Wow! Plus, right. bring Alex awareness gonna, to Frostbite. I think it's a win-win. That's um, he's going to Mephisto that into happening. Yeah. <laughs> we would have had a lot of fun that night. There was a slow-speed uh, horse carriage chase in um, in Central Park, uh, where you would have, you know, been leading that chase. Wait, so time. sorry to belabor this, but what happened? Did the whole thing get canceled? Or no, we did. They... It, it, oh, okay, I just um, I just couldn't do it. Oh, yeah, okay. Pete had to be a, a real Santa Claus that night. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a segment. It's a. It was probably the the most that title has ever been on Raw because it was a like a double taping in Iowa. I think the week before where we did like the pre Christmas episode, and uh, somebody mistimed the show. Uh, so I was sent into the field for the 24-7 title to have a, have the show reach three hours for USA. <laughs> um, and, oh, they mistimed uh, it too short. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. So you, okay. How much time did you have to add? Uh, like, I think 10 minutes. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. And here's, <laughs> here's the thing. You know, I don't know if you guys, I know you guys have done television. For those of you that haven't, 
once it's recorded in the location and you leave, it's been recorded. That's it. Uh, yeah, you don't get to go back and do it more. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we had to like write an insane storyline where like Santa Claus became champion and stole the title um, and all these things that happened. What really frustrates me is that uh, it's not online and WWE puts mm. all of their stuff online. Mm. I think whoever was doing it that week was off for Christmas. Um, yeah. And it's like one of my favorite moments. It's like a very, it, a lot of it's based on a Sesame Street special I saw growing up where like Bert and Ernie got each other's gifts, but then sold each other's, sold things to buy each other's gifts. Oh, um, like kind of, yeah. 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 I was going to say it's, it, that's actually based on something else. No, I think yeah. Bert and Ernie did it for, yeah, they did it. You know, gift uh, of the Ernie. Yes. <laughs> Not my favorite to, Muppet is O. Henry. Yeah. Not yeah. to say I'm oh, the <laughs> guy wearing the cardigan. Yeah, um, yeah exactly. <laughs> Not an O. Henry references cardigan. Well, and um, the guy that ended up playing Santa Claus was uh, John Cena, and that's how he ended up. Yeah. Famous, right? uh, and now he's Peacemaker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I did. Yeah, it could ahead. be Pete Maker. It could be Pete Maker. Oh man! Uh, I want to say uh, real quick: uh, you telling these stories about producing for writing and producing for the WWE, the stuff that you have done and the amount of work you have to put in is unbelievable. Uh, the way that you have to shoot all this stuff on like a shoestring budget and do it all very quickly, very difficult. So oh. I'm always impressed when you tell your stories about having to pull together a carriage race that would cost like, like a hundred thousand dollars on a, on a non WWE show. <laughs> it's wild. Uh, well, thank you for that. Cena back when I worked there, uh, not my last WrestleMania, but the WrestleMania before that, because of the pandemic, we were doing all these cinematic matches and I actually produced one that was kind of like, um, homage to like a, a b-movie version of the avengers called the uh viking prophets nice. uh, where these like two teams combined the viking raiders and the street prophets but cena did, did this like really metal one called the firefly funhouse with like bray wyatt who's no longer with the company and somebody asked him how long it would take to produce like this like 20 minute movie uh in hollywood and his response was like four weeks uh, and they had like yeah. they they did it all in twelve hours. Wow. So sometimes it's not the best quality of work, but but man, you, you get it done. But what do you think of Cena's transition into being like the comedic actor, doing Peacemaker, doing all of these things? I mean, certainly a lot of wrestlers do that transition, but he's very present right now, particularly because Peacemaker is on HBO Max. Yeah. So you guys have all seen it, right? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I like it a lot, and I think, like, Cena, I find, like, the most interesting former wrestler on screen because he really knows who he is, and he's unafraid to get, like, really weird. Like, I think when you <laughs> no, read, like, commits, that, like, Hollywood. commits. Yeah, so hard. hard. Yeah. And, um, you know, like, I think when you read about, like, action stars, like, they talk about like who could in their contracts who could win and lose fights. Like Cena like leaves that all out the door. Like he wants to <laughs> create the best thing, and that's how he was at WWE. Like I only overlapped with his full time the end of his full time run like shortly. Um, 
and like i did like maybe like three or four segments with him and like he's just he is one of the most professional well thought out people you'll ever see um and peacemaker's awesome and he just he he just gets it yeah. I mean, he is in that show. He is like a living action figure, both yeah. in that he's yeah. jacked. He does anything that is demanded of him. And he's a little stiff. Like he looks like an action figure that yeah. only moves my, a little bit. My girlfriend, uh, Mika, brings that up all the time. Like it's so interesting to like watch him like move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I get Nobody caught on like, like where he likes yells out freedom during sex. But um... yeah, <laughs> well, you do that too, right? Yeah, yeah, well, he got that yeah, from not, you. Not as loudly as he got that. Like, that you, know, like, you whisper it. <laughs> he got that one, and actually, Bert did it first, and then yeah, yeah, uh, Chris then Ernie. Yeah. Then Ernie did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's too far for you, Alex. You found a little a bit. Right there. It's, we're we're getting close. We're certain skirting the edge there, like Bert. You guys don't want to lose right? that yeah. little Caesar with money. Yeah. No, no, no. They wanted us to talk about Bert and Ernie coming. Out. Okay. <laughs> oh, they sent us some. Yeah, that's where, that's like the that. crazy stuff. You sauce. didn't have to say it like that. The little little Caesar, you know who was fucked up? Caesars, especially mm-hmm. the little one. Like he's oh. like Caligula. <laughs> it's a little known fact. Mm-hmm. So, a little Caligula. <laughs> so, this is a ridiculous way of asking this question, but I'm completely unaware of the world. Uh, what is going on with WWE right now? Because I know the last what time is? we talked, what, what's the WWE? No, no the last the time deal. we talked, the last time you had you on, obviously it was like not beginning pandemic, but mid pandemic. And you guys were still kind of figuring out the crowds versus no crowds thing and everything. So what's happening now? Where is the WWE and what challenges have you either overcome or what are presenting themselves right now? Well, so we talked right after I left, right after Mania in, I think, May. Uh-huh. Since then, crowds came back in July. Um, and I think, like, the the big thing right now is uh, Brock Lesnar came back at SummerSlam and kind of reinvented his character in an interesting way. Like, it, it became very hard before I left WWE on the creative team to kind of book Brock. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was kind of the same thing every week. But now if you like Google Brock Lesnar, there's like a he's become like Brock Lesnar Walker Texas Ranger. Uh like he's wearing like a cowboy hat, he's being funny. Um and you know, he's in the storyline. He's he's facing Bobby Lashley at Royal Rumble, but he's also kind of in in a storyline with Roman Reigns, who's on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Um so that's kind of like the big thing. The rumbles are coming up, which is kind of like the kickoff of WrestleMania season. Uh, you kind of find out who's some of the main eventers when they win the Royal rumble. Um, and you know, this week in the news, there's like talk that, uh, Ronda, like, and I haven't heard this from anyone there. Like I've only seen this in the news. Uh, allegedly they've started talking to Ronda Rousey about coming back again. Mm-hmm. Um, Personally, if I was still there, I would not want her back. Um, she's an amazing talent and like more athletic than anyone on the roster. But you know, the issue with somebody like Ronda Rousey is you have to feed them wrestlers. Oh my god! Eat. Yeah, literally, <laughs> <laughs> huge reveal! Like, oh my god! I can't believe you admitted that. You have to cook them into a calzone. 
Oh, and Calzone. See them like that. But um, I think it's Calzone. No, yeah. it's called a Batman Calzone. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. That it does one. look like an awesome meal. I would totally get it. Um, she essentially has to beat everyone because she has to be unbeatable. And right. WWE's biggest issue is the lack of creating stars outside of like Bianca Belair. I don't know if they've really created a new star in the last couple of years. Mm. Um, it was Braun Strowman before that, but he's no longer with the company. Like WWE has like released close to 90 wrestlers over last year. And like, he was one of them. Mm. Um, I always find that it's, that's an interesting parallel with comic books um, in that it's like, you have a roster of, of characters uh, or heroes in the comic book world. And it's hard to create new ones because it's always easier to just go back to the ones you have. And like, well, the stars are the stars. Let's keep doing the stars. Uh, and that's something we talk about on the show a lot with comic book characters. Like we, we are seeing a new Spider-Man, but it's still Spider-Man. Like maybe it's time to really invest in bringing up new talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was kind of, you kind of see that too. Like I saw last week that they're going to have like two different Captain Americas with Steve Roger and Sam at once. Like it feels like you're just kind of diluting the spotlight that way. I don't know. Yeah. I think I I disagree. I think something like that is okay because, particularly with Marvel, they've established this precedent already with having multiple Spider Men. I much prefer just kind of calling Miles Morales Spider Man rather than being like, yeah, there's Spider Man, and then there's this other guy over here, or he's called something different. It's it's fine, and I think audiences can make that differentiation, and it feeds different needs and different audiences. So I, I understand what you're saying. In world, like when you think about it in continuity, it probably gets a little tough to sort of wrap around. But in terms of separate titles, I don't know. I, I feel like it's okay, personally. Yeah, well, I just think though it's confusing to like why would a new viewer or a new fan be mm-hmm. like, oh, I see two Captain Americas and I know one of them. So how am I going to get on board with this new one when I keep seeing this older one? Or and- But they're giving both of them, right? Like, people, if you talk about MCU fans, if we're going to talk about those, they're obviously not casual because we're over 10 years in here. but And we're getting very far afield from talking to Chris about this, but just to keep going with it for a second. No, I love this fan. Uh, yeah. So... Uh, Chris Evans, people know him as Captain America, but right, also right. they've watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which became Captain America and Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. and they now know, okay, Anthony Mackie is Captain America. But then you yeah. go see the movies, they're still talking about Chris Steve Evans Rogers. is old now. So it's Yeah, like, Chris Evans is old. Yeah. But my point being, they can keep it straight. I think they can also keep it straight in the comics. But I'm just saying, when you're running a race and you have the baton and you pass the baton, you don't keep running with the person you pass the baton to. The baton not, needs to go. That's not how I played track in high school, man. Yeah. <laughs> you were just wouldn't it be I hung out to that and dragged me right down that track. <laughs> and to Justin's point, that's like a big thing with wrestling. Like, you know, a couple weeks ago, you know, after like a, a very long time, this guy Big E became WWE champion. Mm-hmm. Um, and they took the title off of him within two months. And it kind of made him feel lesser. And like they did this because like there's a feeling though I don't always agree with it. Like at this pay-per-view, Roman Reigns couldn't make it. Um, and a lot of times they switched the match to put Brock Lesnar in it and gave him the title. And a lot of times like in wrestling, the feeling is like 
if you can't give them what you've advertised, you have to give them something bigger. But it's also like a short-term gain hurting something long-term. Because, you know, Biggie could have been a much bigger star. And same thing, I think, with the comic books of like, you know, anytime you see a new version of a, a hero, you know the old one's coming back at some point. Well, it was the same thing. I haven't seen a lot of wrestling, but I remember when The Rock left and he passed his mantle down to Young Rock, and then Young <laughs> Rock became The Rock, you're like, The Rock's going to come back at some point. Yeah. Young Rock isn't going to keep it the entire time, you know? Little pebble. He did it. He did it. <laughs> uh, what else are you working on? You're working at Vice as well, right, Chris? Yeah. What are you doing just, over there? Uh, just wrapped up a show for them, and then uh, I'm currently developing a half-hour pilot to hopefully uh take it in a couple months justin's been uh fantastic with notes for that so thank you in public Um, wow public thank you i'm just a guy in a basement i don't know if my name i'm like needs more basement basement. (laughs) um one other thing we were talking about um before we had john chris is um i think the last thing i certainly did before the pandemic started was you got us tickets to SmackDown or is it Barclays Center? And there's a picture of Pete, Alex, and I cheersing a beer in Barclays on like Wednesday, March 12th. <laughs> like truly the day before everything shut down. Oh, man. Um, so shout out for risking our lives. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was just going to be a little cold, but yeah. <laughs> I, th- I thought it was a storyline like in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It was. It was. It yeah. was. Yeah. It became it. Yeah. Uh, Chris, so. <laughs> on that note, Chris, thank you so much for coming on. It was hey, great seeing you, you as usual. You guys, great uh, seeing you. I, 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 I've always loved your guys' show. All three of you are the best, and um, talk soon. Much love, man. Oh, much yeah, love. and happy birthday to our truth Let's not forget that. Yeah, happy exactly. Yeah. That's such a cool uh, career and legacy. All right. Yeah. Thanks, Chris. Good seeing hey, you. Guys. Chris, do right. it. What, what a brave guy! He doesn't have a beard or anything, man. Just out there with <laughs> so his brave. chin, He's yeah, fucking wow. being so brave. brave. Right? <laughs> uh, now, I will just mention it here, just in case he is somehow odd and I'm not seeing it. Uh, but we did have a second guest today, Reese Prosser, that was supposed to be here. Seems like he is not. In case he pops in or I don't see him, let us know in the comments here on Crowdcast. We'll try to figure out a way to bring you in. But in the meantime, we're going to move to our next section, which is our favorite section, because you all make it up. It's your audience question. <laughs> and for audience questions, you already got this, but just drop a question. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Reese he's is here. here. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, I can't See, welcome him Sometimes you just got to put it out there. and then you Exactly. Know. You got to put yourself out there. Yeah. Uh, Reese, this is going to be great for the audio podcast, but I can't figure out a way to bring you into the stream because you don't seem to be online that way. Maybe have him leave and then come back out. Yeah, Reese, why don't you leave and come uh, back can't in? Can't you kick him back out? In. And then... uh, no, I can't totally kick him off of the program or anything like that. But yeah, Reese, if you want to log off. Alex, come back in, you're the great. bouncer. Kick yeah. him out of here. Kick him <laughs> no, out of here, and then <laughs> I, oh, get wait, him out of here. Wait, hold on, hold 86th. on. Eighty-sixth. I love it, stray bullies. Hold on there. I think this is gonna work. I think we're gonna be able to bring ravioli. It's working. He's kind of on oh. screen. Reese, hello. Yeah. Hey. 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 I was I was sitting here the whole time thinking like, um, 
you know. So yeah, sorry about that, guys. No, no oh, problem. No uh, not to get too in the weeds about it, but it just did not show me you were online at all until <laughs> oh, whenever damn. you switched. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, I was just sitting here patiently, like, hopefully it'll it'll come in. Yeah, and it did. You know, it all worked out. Interview, just like really chopping yeah. it up with them. Trying yeah. To- <laughs> all good. Uh, Reese, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for talking about this book. Uh, so the name of your book is NJXP. It's super yeah. fun. We got to read yeah. a, a copy of it. Um, yeah. The idea, correct me if I'm wrong, basically it's kind of like a courier service that's made up of ninjas turns mm-hmm. into yes! sort of this sci-fi <laughs> fantasy warriors type thing <laughs> as she tries to bring a package across town. Super fun. Uh, what did I miss there? What did I miss in the pitch? Yeah, you you pretty much nailed it. Yeah, it, oh, it, it is it is just like one big old chase scene across the city. It's glorious. Uh, just like I just it was kind of one of those things where I just thought I'd throw it all in the bag, monsters and magic and just like it, it just aliens, the, just awesome stuff. I wanted to draw basically and like put out there. That was that I, was really. I gotta you know, say, as someone who reads a lot of comics, I love the action emphasis the action words the way you use words in the paneling to help like heighten what's happening was really just Ah. fantastic draws you in so so well um yeah yeah, it was just (laughs) it's so much fun to read these action sequences and to see it and the way it's like imagined on the page really just so enjoyable thank you oh thank you that is so cool yeah thank you like, I hear you talk, like you said, like you just wanted to put as much fun stuff that you wanted to see on the page. I feel like that's exactly how it reads. It feels like there's just so much energy. You seem like you have a wellspring of energy in you as a human. <laughs> so, thank you were very much. To the table. <laughs> and it translates in the book. It is great. Oh. It reminded me of the way that, like, that for when you first read Scott Pilgrim and it has that, like, yeah. oh, the propulsive yep. energy to the fight sequences. Like, I feel that here. Scott Pilgrim was such an enormous influence for me when that, I mean, that whole series was just like, ah, uh, like it's still like a, a massive place in my heart. And like, yeah. I actually, I actually found out that the first Scott Pilgrim book is 160 pages, the same amount of pages I got. So that's a oh, nice wow. little, there it that's is. a nice little sign there. I was just like, <laughs> yeah, that's just for me. I was just like, yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's a fun fact. So I was reading some of the stuff uh, you put out about the book, or at least what you were saying about the book. And this is something mm. that has been a labor of love, something that you've wanted to do for a really long time. So yeah. what was the thing that ultimately pushed you over? If you have been thinking about this for a really long time, what was the moment where you're like, you know, I'm going to take the plunge and actually do it. Yeah. Well, it was, um, this was a few years ago. Like I, I was, uh, I used to be work, I used to work in publishing and I wasn't really enjoying that. Um, I kind of found it was it was a bit of a grind and um you know i uh, i had a, a moment where a couple of people i knew passed away and it was just like you know what mm-hmm. if, if ever there's you know life will just disappear on you and if you don't pull it together and actually do something then you know you're gonna miss out so Can't i just thought you. you know i thought just you know you know t- take my this thing i want to do comics and just Let's just work everything else around that and just, you know, like I, I spent a year just, you know, working on my art and just making practice comics. And, and even NJXP was supposed to be just a 16 page, you know, test. I was just like, yeah, let's do like a little extended action sequence with all this cool stuff. But then the more I was just developing it, it just blew out into this thing. And I was like, OK, this is going to be the first book. Let's go. 
man that's great when you so you started did you start with the art then or did you start with the writing or were you kind of doing both at the same time no so i i I went because the thing is you know growing up with comics you just know about the whole assembly line thing so that's literally what i I thought okay let's do it that way you know i I wrote the script first and you know i I sort of took a vague guess on the paneling and stuff and then uh, that's one of my favorites too. Like that oh. came out so well. Yeah, it really. Oh, did. Look at it. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, such an amazing kick in the face. I mean, <laughs> you see a lot of them, but just to really, oh, so great. That's oh man, yeah, like yeah, because um, yeah, sorry, so so yeah, I, I start with the writing, and then like I got into the um the drawing and did the whole thing. So like you know, I have a day job. I was taking pages in with me, and I was penciling and inking that you, know, you know with markers. Uh, you know, on my Just lunch break. You know? Wow, how do you not get busted doing this? <laughs> oh, no, 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 work, oh no, 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 sorry. Like, anytime I had a break, like I, I turn up a bit early, oh, you know, okay. get a coffee. And, yeah, yeah. No, because I, I do factory work. So, <laughs> yeah, it couldn't be like, I couldn't do it at my desk. Very anything, hard. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. That would have been, like, yeah, if I had pulled that off, that would have been pretty good. But yeah. yeah problem was... with that is the conveyor belt keeps moving and the pages <laughs> yeah, as you're saying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just line up the pages on the belt. Draw very quickly. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> Get a whole it's, thing it's, done. When, it's when they it's when they jam. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Nah. Nah. You're like, oh yeah, sorry, boss. I got to fish this out. So what did you? <laughs> yeah. uh, what was the next step then after you actually got this together? After you started producing this, that you decided, okay, I'm going to put this out there. I'm going to actually put this online. I'm going to sell this as a comic. It, that, that was always the plan. It, it mm-hmm. um, you know, like I, I'd. Um, I, I've done this through Amazon self-publishing platform and I mm-hmm. tried a book previously. I did like a little adult coloring book thing just to test it out, see, see what it was like. And, and I was pretty happy with the results and I thought, okay, let's, um, let's push forward and see what the graphic novel comes out like. Nice. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. You did a little trial balloon and then we're like, all right. Yeah. About this. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, get, getting that proof back. I mean, you know, I've got a copy of the print version right here. Ooh, you know, nice. Look at that. like, Look at that. that's gotta feel good. Oh, oh do you know what? Yeah, getting that and flicking through it was was so cool. Oh. And um, because it, it's like a little wider than a regular comic, it's it's about like an extra quarter wider, so it's it's just got a nice feeling. Especially yeah, because I didn't even realize you work on these pages, you don't realize kind of the thickness of it until you get it in your hands, mm-hmm. and it's just like, just yeah, it's so cool. So what's what's the response been like now that it is up? It's been okay. It's been it's been steady going. Like I'm like I'm still just I'm out there trying to plug it because um, I'm just I'm totally like I, I you know flying by my seat at the pants making this book and I'm doing the same thing with the marketing. So I'm just playing around, seeing what what works. But like fair play, pe- people have been really really positive about it, and it's been really cool to to hear that. Yeah. Uh, now that you have done the book, though, are you are you hooked? Are you going to create another book? Where are you at? Hundred, hundred percent. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, like yeah. I haven't quite because obviously I've been like I just put the book out in November and um, just yeah, like trying to get it out to people. And so now I'm like, I've got to start creating again. I've got the like, I've really got the itch now. It's like I've got <laughs> nice. to start putting pen to paper. So I've got some ideas and like. Not enough to like really talk about now, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm 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 ready to go. This is uh, yeah, I'm, this is this is it for me. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. That's awesome. I love that so much. That's such a great story. Uh, and so this is available on Amazon. It is, yeah, right now, right? It is, yep. 
Are you talking to any comic book shops or anything like that in terms of trying to get them in there or what's... Uh, I'm not, because unfortunately going through Amazon, you do kind of alienate mm. yourself you know from from bookshops which oh. is unfortunate you know because I, I you know I, I would love to be out there talking to them i just kind of you know i just thought okay first book let's let's try it through this platform see how it goes mm-hmm. definitely from the from the next book I'm, i think i'm gonna find a publisher you know because because this is print on demand and it's like if i find mm-hmm. a, a, a printer that does that with distribution oh, i can then i can yeah it's just tweaking the model each time could well, you actually talk a little bit more yeah, about that? Because I, I don't know um, how that works. So you go with you go with Amazon, so that's where it sort of yeah. is. And then through that, you print on demand if someone orders it, or do you have to do a run, or how does it work? No, so so literally every – so you just upload the files, and then every time someone orders one, it gets printed, sent right out to them. And, like, you know, so they oh, – right. so, like, you know, um, it's, like, $7.50 for, for, for a book, and, like, I'll get, like – two two three dollars back for each one basically so obviously they're taking the lion's share because they're doing the printing and distribution they're doing all yeah. the work yeah <laughs> yeah exactly. uh, and yeah. i just want to mention we have a comment over here on youtube from hugo sanchez says your marketing is working your marketing is working because i'm definitely buying this so, hell yeah nice. thank you yeah. Hugo, you're gonna like it man there's Love like it. vaunted comic book club bump right there you oh, got it thank, thank you so much <laughs> no, you know, like being on a podcast is so wicked like it's just like you, you daydream about this and they're like oh, oh shit my daily graphic oh. novel brilliant oh that's oh, great nice, it's so good it's so much fun i love your energy i love your enthusiasm love oh, your story you. behind this as well and it actually right i have now, one more question before yeah. Oh, yeah. you're buttoning it up alex um in uh some of the I'm just getting I guess, started baby are you getting wound up great uh-huh. um you talked about how working on this really sort of sustained you through the a lot mm. of the pandemic uh, can yeah. you talk about that like were you just like looking forward to this all the time like uh how did it work for you yeah so it was a strange one because like I, I started writing it in in like summer of 2019 and then you know started drawing it and then the pandemic kicked off and um, I actually, I don't know if you guys had the furlough, like, so a lot of um, non-essential workers. So if a company was like, okay, you know, if you're gonna have tough times, the government were paying like 80% of people's salaries to just send them home. So they're not around, you know, spreading COVID. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so, you know, and I, so like at the start of April, 2020, I got sent home for a month and a half. And like, I was like, great, I could spend the whole time, you know, drawing, <laughs> drawing this book. Brilliant. And like, I, I literally got home and I pretty much crawled into bed for a week and a half going, I could lose my job. My entire family could die. Like, yeah. cause oh, you, just, you know, yeah. but I had, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I had this page that would like stare at me and like, it was like, okay, come on, you got to get up and do this now. So yeah, it like, it, it was a good distraction from like, yeah, like everything was going on. Cause like, you know, like I got like a victim, everyone in my building got evicted in the middle of the oh, pandemic, wow, you know? Man. Yeah, which which sucked, but like again, that you know, there was like, cool, I'll just find a new place to work on. <laughs> and like, you know, and, and unfortunately, like, um, you know, I lost my grandmother to COVID, but it was oh, just, man. I mean, and, and like my my other grandmother passed away the week the book came out, so oh it's, been a, it's been it's been a bit tops, you know. But again, it's just like having some, you know, because I mean, making art and creating has always been a cornerstone of my mental health. So literally having this to like. Yeah put the blinkers up and just be like cool everything seems to be going nuts i'm just gonna concentrate on this now <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love wow. that's, that's i mean that's so sorry to hear to about it, all of that yeah. 
Yeah, like yeah, but I, it really your your book is great, and like the energy that you. you reserved through all of those trials <laughs> and brought to this book, it's truly palpable. It's like lightning oh, on a page. You. So you should that, be very proud oh, of getting you. through all of that and also creating because that's not yeah, my, rest in peace to the grandmas, dude. Oh, thank yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, no, I appreciate that. <laughs> Uh, Reese, thank you so much for coming on. Lovely chatting with you. As I mentioned before, very much looking forward to the next book now. Uh, yeah, I can't wait, man. Whatever it is. Thank you very much. Well, yeah, right. thank, thank you. This has been wicked. Thank you so much. I uh, appreciate right. it. Yeah. So, Thanks, yeah, if, if anyone, um, Amazon and reachprosser.com, if they want to check out more, thank you very much. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely Have a great night. Cool. Thank All right, there we go. Uh, Reese Prosser and the book, again, is called NJXP. And as we mentioned, it's so cool. And also, as mentioned earlier, we're going to move on to your audience questions. Drop a question, ask a question here on Crowdcast or in the comments over on YouTube. We've got a couple here on Crowdcast already. This one is from Stray Bullet. If you had to wrestle a member of the Justice League for the fate of the world, who would you want to wrestle? Also, what would your final meal be? Wow. Hmm. I feel like Stray Bullet is not betting on me when i'm wrestling batman <laughs> uh, he's just a guy he doesn't have any powers I could probably take him right no way dude he's trained uh you know i don't know batman but though powerless difficult i mean here here's the thing the he just place. needs to eat one of those delicious calzones and he's gonna be so tired i could take him in a second <laughs> yeah, but batman's not gonna eat his own calzone He's got a. He's gonna eat like an unrelated calzo. That's oh, right. Like a different that calzo. Alfred, yeah, prepares for him. You know. Yeah. The Alfred calzo. Yeah. Yes. The Alfred um, It's I mostly think... bouillabaisse in a pocket. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> wow. Stay off the marketing team for Little Caesars, kid. <laughs> um, I would challenge Aquaman because that guy's not good on dry land. Hmm. And that's where I would keep him. Keep all the. I would make sure he was dehydrated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pete, I'm just still thinking about last last meal. Like all the, like what would you want to? You know, like do you go garbage plate on your last meal, or do you do like something bougie, like a steak and lobster situation? You know what I mean? Let me throw this out, Pete. No yeah. matter what, how you die, I bet garbage plate will be your last meal. <laughs> oh man so you don't have to worry about it fingers crossed bro Ooh, kevin does bring crossed. up a question here he says why is the correct answer booster gold are we including justice league international or just like the iconic seven justice league yeah i think i think the door's open for all just i mean if you get into the justice league international they're all beatable yeah. Okay. Or like the Wonder Twins? I, I feel like you say, take Wonder one of them. Twins. Yeah. I would just wait till they th- turned into a bucket of water and I throw them out the window. And I'd like... turn and wait until they turn into a bucket of water and then drink them. Oh, you don't have to drink the I whole thing. You just bad, drink a little bit and they come back with like no arms or something. Oh man, I don't, I don't know, know if that's, that's how it works. works. <laughs> also, you don't want them popping out of your kidney. Yeah, fair enough. All right, there we go. Great question. This is from Matt Towson. Twin stone. <laughs> uh, no, this seems related also to the same thing we've been talking about. There's nothing inherently bat-related about a calzone, right? What is the worst, flimsiest superhero cross-promotion you've ever seen? We've talked about this here on the show Are you before. Gonna... Uh, I mean, Alex has literally seen them all, so... Uh, no, well, uh, yeah. Are you going to... The... Wait, what do you think I'm going to bring up, Pete? I, I think you're going to bring Superman shaving thing? Oh, no. No, no this is... Cereal. 
Oh, I were we talking about food related or I no, just any... superhero cross promotion. The worst superhero cross promotion. I was like thinking about this after oh, the day. Right, right, after right. we were talking about the Batman Calzone is for Man of No, it wasn't Man of Steel. It was for Justice League. Was I thought it was Man of Steel. Oh, it was Man of Steel. They had a promotion with Gillette. Yeah. Where it was like the only thing we don't know is how does he shave? Yeah. And every comic book fan was like, we know how he shaves. He uses his heat vision and he bounces it off of his mirror. It's been in yeah. comics multiple times. What are you yeah. talking about? This is a terrible Come campaign. Come on. Come on, we all said. In Come course. on. Uh, that has a real, like, the Don Draper of that office was like, how does he shave? Let's not ask <laughs> any comic book fans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that one's pretty reasons. terrible. Any other... Uh, bad. Those Snickers uh, DC commercials would drive us pretty insane. Mm. Um, I mean, the comments are actually crushing in here. Batman for OnStar. I remember that. That was also for one of the Zack Snyder's, I believe. I don't remember. And then the Zack Snyder Justice League meal that came with the Snyder Cut was especially the mother box one. Yeah, you guys were going (laughs) to order it, remember? I was going to order it, but then it came out a month after the movie, which like how why why did it take them a month to put these mother box meals together so strange like all Zack Snyder properties you have to wait way too long to get to the end that was pretty bad this is not a comic book based one but I don't know if you guys remember for Phantom Menace there was that lollipop thing with Jar Jar with his tongue sticking out which is like lewd to look at it's pretty gross I don't okay. even like hearing about it. <laughs> it's pretty terrible. I mean, the thing is, the biggest movies always have the worst tie-ins because the products that are like, yeah, let's try to get a piece of this are the are insane. Right. Uh, it goes so deep. Like, right now, I think still airing are the um, Spider-Man um, No Way Home, I want to say Toyota commercials, where mm-hmm. it feels like an extended scene. But it's like the movie, we all saw the movie a while ago like it's very weird that you're doing this now they did that with audi for a bunch of stuff uh there was yeah, maybe it's audi wasn't wasn't there the one where they did it with all of the tv stars and it was like loki stealing an audi after the end of avengers endgame or something very strange um <clears throat> this also this is not a product tie-in but and i'm sure i've talked about this before but the way that i first saw the first avengers is i needed to cover it for work and I couldn't get into like the main screening, but there was a screening for Audi was holding it. So it was all like the car execs and they were having their screening of their after party. And I distinctly remember it because I was watching it and like I was reacting to parts of the movie, not necessarily out loud, but I was like, oh, this is great. I can't believe I'm getting to see Avengers. Literally the only thing that got applause the entire time we were watching Avengers is when the Audi pulled out. Yeah, I mean, they that's, lost when you're in the it. corporate screening, you gotta. <laughs> oh my god, it was crazy. Just imagine uh, how the Doritos execs watch anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! uh, this is from Kevin. What's? Oh wow, this is very deep. What's something you've wanted to do for years but haven't yet? Whoa, Kev, come on, dude. What oh, are Kevin, you doing? This? Okay. Wow. Um, what did do for great years? question. Um, <laughs> right for us announced <sighs> figure out what love feels like i guess yeah. <laughs> oh i see find my place in the world what about you no 
Um, I don't know. I feel like I've achieved everything. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That that tracks. Um, definitely. Um, that's tough. I mean, I haven't been to a comic book store in a couple of years, so that's a big. <laughs> that oh man. Um, you got to go back. Travel. So great. Travel internationally. Um, mm. Uh, would I would fun. love to, if there was ever a chance for me to be Santa uh, for the WWE, that would be like <laughs> um, number one. Number one. You're an asshole, man. <laughs> there it is. I would like to go back in time and stop Zalvin from happening. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow. Getting intense in here. Mm. Uh, we got a couple of questions here that I, I'm sorry we're piling up over on YouTube. But Stanley says, any new CBC shows coming soon? Maybe Peacemaker or Boba Fett? Uh, well, we have been talking about well, Boba Fett. I would Fett. love to do either one of them, but these two a-holes hate the Book of Fett. And it's just driving I don't hate insane. it. I don't hate I it. I don't hate it. But much like um, Boba Fett falling into Star- the Sarlacc pit in Jedi, I wish it was a little better. Oh, oh, come on, man. Assassin Wookiee is fucking ridiculous. That's great. I guess I liked him in the comic books where he came from. And it's weird to me that they're not referring to that at all. And it, even though Boba Fett and Black I don't want to. Chrysanthem- don't. Shut up. <laughs> you fucking asshole. You know what? This is, this is really good. Uh, this is convincing me we should do a podcast about this. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I mean... If peacemakers are already in a little deep for us to dive in, um, I would do a peacemaker podcast if we. Uh, mm-hmm. They have this ad we... that plays that has an official peacemaker podcast. You know, they do know. have an official peacemaker podcast. This is a follow up here, actually. TC Brian 05 says, similar to Doom Patrol, what is the name of the CBC peacemaker podcast that you guys are definitely recording on a weekly basis, but Pete refuses to. I'm so sorry. To What's Doom what? Patrol? I'm, I'm not, not familiar, familiar with that. I've never heard of it. Uh, but uh, I guess imagining that there was some sort of CBC Peacemaker podcast. Uh, what is it called? Peacetaker? A separate piece? What's What's the name of our... Peace Pod? Pod? Podmaker? Um, Podcasts of any cost? Nice. <laughs> Eagly? Um, Eagly Fancast? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Worth it for Eagly alone? Yeah, it is worth it for Eagerly alone. Do you really want to taste it? A Peacemaker podcast. How about that? Yeah. yeah. Do you really want to cast it? Mm, it was pretty oh. good. We'll workshop this. Yeah. 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 Uh, anyway, yes. Uh, uh, like as asked in the question, we are recording it. Pete won't let us release it. So I'm so yeah. sorry. I'll, Pete won't let I'll us release it. I'll to you. <laughs> uh, uh, we co- did uh... We did just release a special episode mm. of Riverdale after dark where we interviewed one of the writers, which is great. And um, I do think we'll, we should have a, a, some Marvel vision. We should do some Marvel mm-hmm. stuff. We should. There's Moon Knight is coming out at the end of the March, but we should try to do some more stuff for that. And then there's also going to be the boys is not coming back until June, but there is going to be the animated show Diabolical. Oh yeah. I can't wait to check that that's out. That's coming yeah. out in March, I believe. So we'll probably cover yeah. that. Um, we we'll definitely about... have a busy March, but we'll fill the gap with something yeah, between exactly. in February. Exactly. Uh, this is from Josh. I have personally count... been enjoying the downtime, just you know, having some time to myself. What have you been doing? What have you been doing? Catching up with some reading, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I just... just outside world is. 
I picture you, Pete, just like Jack Nicholson at the end of The Shining, sitting in the cold, <laughs> just yeah. staring there, not freezing. Doing anything. Yeah. Honestly, when I when we when we leave from podcasting, I feel like Pete just bows his head down and shuts up. <laughs> just shut up, <laughs> just like. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is from Josh. Not counting any interview you've actually conducted, who in any part of the comics industry would be at the top of the list as far as folks you'd like to interview? Of uh, people we haven't interviewed. Yeah, mm. Alan Moore. Mm. Yeah. Um. I mean, we haven't talked to Grant Morrison in a while. Um, that would be cool to catch up with him. I feel like he's in a different phase in his comic book uh, I, writing. Career. I would love to talk to Garth Ennis about Peacemaker. That's for sure. Mm. You interviewed Garth Ennis, right, Pete? Yeah. Yeah, it was an intense, amazing interview. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd I'd approve. I knew his work. You know, like mm-hmm. he wasn't gonna just open up to anybody. Like he was, you know. And you know, hey, you know, live your life. You know what I mean? But uh, mm. you know, I had to prove that I knew I was familiar with his uh, his stuff. Now finally... you interviewed Kyle Baker once too, Pete. How did that come about? What did you have to prove when you interviewed him? <laughs> <laughs> That I was uh, ready to hang with Kyle Baker. That's what I had to prove. Hmm. Nice. Um, Man, I don't know. We've interviewed so many people. This is not even a Hubble brag. It's like, I don't, other than Alan Moore, I'm I'm not sure. We haven't had Mark Millar. We haven't had Mark Millar on the podcast. That might be fun and interesting. Um, David Mazzuchelli, that's a good suggestion. Any well. of the, I would love to talk to some of the writers on the Marvel TV stuff would be awesome. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, why don't we move to this other question here? This is from Nelson Martinez. The Rock T starring in another video game movie, but he didn't say the game is based on. Which video game would you like him to be the star of in a movie? I mean, he killed it, Rampage. I mean, that was just fantastic. That's great. <laughs> Doom was great. I think he's never done a bad comic book movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> video great. game movie. He's never. Uh, I mean, what great. what video game movies are coming? Like, what's the like? It's not going to be a retro thing. Like, he's not going to be playing Doctor Mario. Uh, that would no. be great. <laughs> now I want him to play Doctor Mario. Take me on Doctor Mario. <laughs> he could finally do that Tetris movie they've talked about for a while. Yeah, exactly. He could yeah. play a block effectively. He'd be the four block, just uh, like the square. Rock block. The rock. The rock block. The rock block. Um I, I don't know. They've done everything, right? All the video games have been adapted. Well, what yeah. Boy in his blob. Wow. Paper route? Uh, oh, what if he could do back. Contra, I guess. Oh, I don't know if there's exactly a story girls. there. Contra? Oh, I mean, that would be dope. Of course there's a story. Headbands, oiled up bodies. That's it. Very, up, up, down, down, down B-A, very B-A, B-A, select start. That's right. Oh. What about left, right, left, right? Alex? Sorry. I guess that would be the slogan for the movie, right? The poster would be Contra, and then the tagline would be... Left, right, left, right, up, the down, down, code down. Oh, you're yeah. killing it. It's up, up, down, down. I don't up, know. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B-A, B-A, start. I don't play Get that nerd here. shit. It's the so start, dude. 
Select start if you want to do players. two players. That's right. Okay. You go uh, roll I didn't always have a friend. Solos? I didn't always oh, have a wow. friend. I didn't always have a friend. Okay, Mr. Him. Popular, you got select start all in your whole life. Uh, we got a question here on YouTube from uh, Thanasis Lebrew. What are your favorite non-superhero comic books? Ooh, I'll throw out one question. that I think Pete's going to answer. I don't know if the I don't think this counts as a superhero, but Concrete is pretty great. Yeah, Concrete's um, great. Scout, yeah, Scout, Wild Pete, Pete looking at the wall. That's right. <laughs> Give it that respect. He has all the answers written up there. That's right. That's yeah. where I keep all my answers. <laughs> the cheat sheet. Yeah. I mean, some some of our favorites that we're uh, sort of uh, been reading lately are. Ice Cream Man, um, a lot of Rick Remender stuff. I feel like is non anything Image and, puts out basically. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Um, um, yeah, definitely. The Many change. Deaths of Layla Starr, which mm. is our number one pick from last year, I believe. Stray Dogs. Stray Dogs. That's right. Not a superhero comic. Not a superhero. And not comic. Pete's favorite comic. Nope. Um, quick, uh, quick comment. Ben the Border Collie. You, uh, about our uh, Alan Moore interview conversation. You mean the fourth host of the Watchmen podcast? That's right. Alan Moore? He... Let me say, I feel bad because you guys didn't t- get to talk to him, but I, he was always sort of with me. Yeah, you know? he, well, he always had, had to cancel. Like, he came yeah. on, He's he busy. talked to him about it, and then he'd have to book out for various reasons and wasn't able to do our Watchmen podcast, which was a real bummer. So I guess my point is I'd love to have Ali... We call him Allie, uh, back on Allie. the show to interview him for real. That would be super fun. Uh, we got to just to wrap up. And here, we were we like, have... we'll take we'll take your name off the podcast. And he refused. He was like, no, put put my name on it. He demanded that we put it. <laughs> oh, we do have a request here to get Brendan Frazier, but spelled F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. Um, I don't know who that is. Brandon but... Frazier. Is that Frazier's? Like cousin, he's a Frazier, according to this, he is a football player, Brendan Michael Frazier. Oh, he's actually an American pair skater. His skating partner is Alexa Kiernrem. He's the 2021 U.S. national champion and a 2020 uh, skate America champion. So, yes, wow, we will nice. try we'll to get, get him we'll on. Try to get. Yeah, we'll um, try to get Nat Towson says you should get Kelsey Grammer. Of course, it'd be great to have Beast. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Really talk about just to hear Kelsey him say Grammer. my stars and garters. <laughs> Uh, talk to him about that. Talk to him about Periscope Down. Is that yeah. Oh, wow, dude. Good. Wow. That's a good poll. Wow. Uh, just to good. wrap up here, we have oh. a bunch of questions from Luana Nananana. Uh, when was the last time you cried? Anybody? Uh, earlier today, um, I was watching a TV show. Uh, oh, do nice. you think you're in touch with your emotions? Yeah. Let I'm, me say I, this. Let me say this. I, I went to, we went to see the Big Apple Circus on Sunday. Oh, wow. Um, in Manhattan, and did you see Zalvin this, there? No, oh. he wasn't. One of um, the trapeze artists. Well, usually Marnie <laughs> loves to go to that stuff. Yeah, we're at every fucking circus piece. Go ahead, Justin. I think so. Um, the show, and then you know, I was normal, like hustling to get there. We were late. The, we didn't have all the stuff we needed. It was like a pain. We get there, we sit down, and the show started, and I started crying. And I was like, this is a circuit. <laughs> but there was something about people performing live I haven't seen in like so long. Oh, wow. I, every new act that came out, I was like so upset. My wife and kids were all just like, what is wrong with you, dude? And I was like, I don't know. This is, I'm, wow. My emotions are welled up here. Wow. And I'm feeling it right now. Wow. 
Wow, man, that's beautiful. My thing, I was watching an episode of a Star Trek TV show that's coming out later this week, and that made me cry just because mm. of the connection and the honoring of the franchise and people being together and working with each other. Uh, so there you go. Pete. Uh, Pete, this is for you. What is your biggest regret? <laughs> <laughs> These are the questions we should get every week. Oh, it's like, all right, yeah. let's update on our biggest regrets. Any yeah. new, any fresh regrets? I don't know. Ready? Opening uh, the show for questions, maybe. <laughs> uh, this is next one is what is stopping you from achieving your best life? Wow. Not mm. enough time, guys. Money. It's always uh, not enough time. Hmm. Energy. Uh, Jolene wants to know. We actually got a bunch of them now. <laughs> what is your first and last fanfic you all read? God, I don't know what the first fanfic I read was. The last fanfic I read was probably. I, th I think I read something for Riverdale that somebody sent me, um, but I don't know. I don't. I don't remember exactly what it was. I don't a read a lot of fan fiction. Yeah. And uh, nor do I write it. But it's not to say that I'm not interested in that. I, especially on sort of worlds that have been, that aren't being serviced, uh, that we're not seeing any new additions to. Mm. Uh, I may have written some fanfic. And yeah. maybe, uh, apropos of our discussion earlier, maybe I published it on Amazon at one point. <laughs> oh. KG. I think that's the little crumb everyone's been waiting for. <laughs> it may not be there anymore. Uh, this is from Stray Bullet. Have you ever thought about doing a Doom Patrol podcast? As we've explained many times, we have taped this Doom Patrol podcast. We taped it. Yes, we whispered it into our pillows Stop playing at night. with people's emotions, man. I people no. want us to do this. Let's do it already. We did it. We whispered we it into it. pillows. Find our pillows, and you will find the find podcast. Our pillows. We. I whispered my my side of the podcast into a bunch of bottles, corked them, and it's threw them into the sea. Such a great show, you fucks. I don't, I wouldn't know. I would, uh, this I is from. Oh suck. my gosh, we're getting a lot of these. Uh, why don't we just? You don't do... have to do every one of them, man. Yeah, you know, no, you, you got some. At some point, you got to walk away. Oh, we do have uh, one thing from Nelson Martinez here. It says, not a question, but got my comment bound today in the mail. Always appreciate the Patreon rewards you guys sent out. Figured out which comic to mount. Uh, if uh -huh. you are a Patreon reward member of $10 or up, uh, what we sent this month was one of those comic mount things that that dude had on his wall. What, um, dude? I want that's those. That's awesome. Yeah, cool. so uh, so thank you all who support the podcast at that level. Thank you, everybody who supports the podcast at any level, of course. Um, but I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, Corey Kachatere wants to know, what are the odds Alex's fanfic was pervy? I didn't think, <laughs> I didn't think it was pervy. <laughs> Interesting that you're saying I'll tell you, what. you didn't think it was pervy. I still do have some fanfic out there somewhere. That's pervy. The one that is not pervy, uh, the ones that I published on Amazon are not out there anymore. But, but yo, Alex, so you are somebody you are giving level a can of worms. I'm aware. Mystery. This is Pete is going to write his own fanfic about the can of worms that I just opened. Oh, <laughs> uh, Jolene hilarious. says, "What's what's Alex's Ao3 handle?" Okay, I think you can figure know. that one out. <laughs> it's not life. that secret. <laughs> Um, oh my gosh, we're getting a bunch more questions here. Uh, ooh, Matt Towson <laughs> wants to know, do you think there is an afterlife? 
for real, for real, no. So, bro. Uh, and which no, comic real, book no. gets it right? The afterlife, or just gets it everything? Constantine. Right? Constantine gets mm. it the closest. What comic is the afterlife right? Uh, the only hard. the only people who ever got the afterlife right were squirrel nut zippers. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you read a lot of fan fiction in the squirrel nut zippers universe. Right? <laughs> yeah, squirrel nut zippers slash uh, Earth Two. Check to the D out. to the A to the M to the N to the D to the A to the I don't know. I can't believe I knew that much of that. Uh, Matt, we have a bunch more coming in here as people try to get to the root of our issues. Uh, but why don't we take <laughs> one more here and then wrap this up? Uh, this is from Sean R. When will the Pete, in- Pete, the color is slowly leaving Pete's face. So hurry <laughs> up. Uh, when will the in-person shows resume? I don't know. We got a great question. Things will get back, you know, open um, up a little bit and we can get, you know. Some what did you say, post. Justin? Um, let me let me throw this out. Um, a friend of mine, um, a friend of the show, Alden Ford, um, contacted me. Verizon saying, what, uh, spokesman, Alden. Verizon. If you have seen the Verizon commercials, have been airing oh sort God, of right now during football games. Though. He booked that VO. Huge job. Huge win for old Alden Ford. Um, but um, he has a venue that has a week Verizon, of slots. Man. So they're like, hey, if you want to do any shows in April. Like late April, what do you would you guys think about doing? This is the first time I'm bringing this up, by the way, to anyone listening live on this show. <laughs> Not great business wise. Where's but the venue? It's in in New York. Uh, uh, that sounds know, like it's not in New happen. York. The way you yeah, said yeah, that. it's uh... <laughs> no, I'm saying, uh, it's, yeah, it's the asking, East River. It's the East River. No, You're gonna be no, wearing no, some bed shoes. He was asking like, <laughs> he was asking like, this better be near me because I'm not making a trip. Uh, no, <laughs> I'll make it's a trip in, to New York. Yeah, let's try to plan a show in April. I think we'll be fairly clear of COVID then, a big show. We'll blow it out. We'll bring everything back. You heard it here first, folks. COVID is going to be over by April, according to Justin (laughs) Tyler. That's very exciting news. Let's hope so. Uh, And last thing, this is from Jolene. I need to know if Pete has watched Arrow seven times. And unfortunately, that is all the time we have for audience questions. So we are going to move on to the next section, which is trivia. And for that, we're going to turn it over to you. that bit. Haven't missed that bit at all. Hey, here's the part where we get back to the lovely audience. It's an opportunity to win $25 free dollars into Midtown Comics Online. Uh, Selbs, do we have a special winner today? We, uh, well, don't call them a winner. They're going to compete, but we sure do. We have Sean Risley is going to compete in trivia today. So I have in the Riz. So I have brought him into the Riz. The Riz. Uh, so there you go. Yes, he will be competing for a $25 gift card to Midtown Comics. As he says in the comments here, I hope this works. Given that we've had terrible tick issues all night, I think it's going to be just I think we're fine. in good shape. Absolutely. Pete, uh, do you want to introduce what trivia is on today while we're waiting for Sean to come sure. on Sure. Today's trivia is on topical comic news and a small nod to the legend Bob Saget, R.I.P. Oh, you oh, went man. with Bob Saget. Interesting. Wow. Not uh, um, not uh. There's a lot Louis, of you know. Yeah, you got to get to you got to get to them all. You know. One oh, okay. Time. Yeah, I'm sure People Louis Anderson. Right. Louis Anderson is like, I'll wait my turn. Yeah, Louis. <laughs> wow. One of one of the great Alex, you've been sitting on this Louis Anderson impression. Mm-hmm. You wasted it. It's over. Yeah. I used to do ADR for baskets. 
I could tell. That's true. Louis Anderson was great at baskets, by the way. He was great at baskets. He was was also great in Search Party, was another thing. I don't know if you remember. I loved his cartoon, the Louis cartoon. He was just Life with Louis, one of the most affecting. He won two Emmys for that. Like, Louis Anderson dying was like upsetting. Like, talk about being like crying. Like, it was, there are not, there, I feel like there are very few people in the biz that are nice like he was nice. And you saw so many stories coming out on Twitter and everywhere of people talking about how he was just nice to everybody and had time for everyone and that's so rare yeah uh, they also now, said pete, bob saget was uh, very nice all right pete bringing it back around to his trivia hey, i thought <laughs> this was about honoring people hey. Oh, man, hey hey great to see you again man wow Hello. Look that, you look like a hacker. You look like a hacker in a movie, just like yeah. over the keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, there's an echo. Uh, no excellent. Uh, well, I'm going to turn it over to Pete now for some trivia. Pete, take it away. All right, great. Please listen to all three options before making your selection. Here we go. Question number one in the upcoming DC uh, event, Shadow War, who will be the king of the villains? Villains, uh, spoilers, obviously. Is it A, Joker, B, Deathstroke, or is it C, CJ Lusby? Uh, so it's Megan. either. Go ahead. Uh, you nodded to Deathstroke? That or is no, correct. Oh, yeah. yeah, you, were, yeah, yeah. you were picking nice. up on the nod. Nice work out there. It is B, Deathstroke. Here we go. Question. I love two. how many clues you give. They're physical clues, they're. <laughs> Uh, That's right. You have to to. Verbal. Yeah, you got it. Uh, anyway, speaking of villains, new Marvel villain to debut in the new Strange comic. What is the new villain's name? Is it A, Harvest Man, B, Stardust Man, or C, Tracy Morgan? So yeah, it's either Har- A, if you would like $25, <laughs> a, or Harvest you could Man. be completely wrong. It's A, a Harvest Man. That is correct, sir. All right. Great. And I appreciate you leaning in for that there. All right. Awesome. Last one. What comic is selling out ahead of the movie dropping? Is it A, Morbius, B, Doctor Strange, or is it C, Snoop Dogg? So it's either A, or you could be completely wrong. I'll, I'll go with A. I guess people like That is correct. Apparently, a lot of Morbius comics are selling out. Wow. <laughs> wow. Is that three People questions, love that Pete? Guy. The living vampire. All right. So congratulations. You've won a $25 gift card to Bidtown Comics. Great Have you figured see. out what the secret movie hinted at in Pete's quiz was? Oh, um, I mean. Kevin is correct. This one I would no, have guessed so even before this quiz. Half-baked. Half-baked? Oh, yeah. Half-baked. Bob Saget was in that. Ah, great. Yeah, Bob Saget uh, was hilarious in that. He yeah. was. Sean, thank you so much for coming on. Good seeing you. Have a good yeah, night. Great seeing you, Sean. All right. Great and if any you, of you would like to participate in trivia, I drop the links here in the chats, both on YouTube and Crowdcast. Also, it goes up on at Comic Book Live. You can check it out there. Uh, submit. There's a pretty good chance you're going to win $25 to Midtown Comics. Just by And if you time it right, you're going to get to do trivia based slightly around meatloaf. we'll see what happens there we'll see what happens controversial figure meatloaf uh now a lot of comic books are coming out this week new ones in fact pete what are you looking forward to that's coming out 
Uh, I'm looking forward to Deadly Class number 50. Mm. Um, and Batman okay, don't, and don't, don't eat sorry. a lot of them, Pete, because let me have a turn here. Because I got to yeah. shout it out for it's like the top, the two Tom King comics that come out this week are maybe the best comics I've read in quite some time. Pete mm. was about to say, and I cut him off. I'm sorry, Pete, but Batman Catwoman special number one. And that's right. Um, is just unbelievable. You what want to talk about crying. Comic. You want to talk about, talk about crying. There's a Woo! great tribute to, um, uh, John Paul Leone, uh, yes. who did the, a lot of the art for this book and then tragically died. And they really like get into it in the back matter. A lot of great uh, tributes to him. It's it's so good. Yeah. Um, and then Human Target number four is just the most romantic comic on the stands right now. It is like reading this comic is like being in love. I feel like I have the same like Whoa. endorphin hits. It's really <laughs> really good. The art uh, is just beautiful. I thought you were going to say it was like being on the set of an old uh, 007 movie. I mean, it's all of that and more. It's just really, it's a big, like Tom, these two Tom King books are crushing it right now. If uh, I'm looking forward to X deaths of Wolverine, number one from Marvel. This is really (laughs) interesting, weird event, Uh, at least based on X lives of Wolverine. Very curious to see what's going to happen in X deaths of Wolverine, which comes out tomorrow. And all of those books are going to be in our stack podcast that comes out Wednesday at 9 a.m., both the comic book club feed and in its own dedicated stack feed. And folks, that is it for this week's show. Thank you, everybody. A couple of people we want to thank for being on the show. We want to thank Reese Prosser for being here. Check out yeah. NJXP, Please which do. is available through Amazon right now. Also, Chris Dunn, thanks for coming on, as always, talking about the WWE and everything else. Next week on the show. our truth yeah, LaToya Morgan is going to be here. She's the creator and writer of Dark Blood, an awesome new book that's out there that we're also going to be talking about on the Stack Podcast. As mentioned earlier on, we had a great new episode of Riverdale After Dark talking to Brian E. Patterson, a writer for Riverdale. He went uh, pretty hard about his history with the show, which I thought was really cool and really interesting. So definitely check that one out. Patreon.com. Alex, while we're talking Riverdale, sorry, sorry, Alex, while we're talking Riverdale, I feel like we had a big article drop this week. That, um, maybe, oh sure, uh, there was. Well, I, it was actually a couple of months back, but the there was an article about the uh, cat free case that went up on uh, Hollywood <laughs> Cheese Sheet, which no. is kind of wild. We'll talk about that some no. other time. Patreon.com. It's one hundred percent true. Patreon.com slash Comic Book Club to support the show. iTunes, Android, Spotify, Stitcher, or the app of your choice to subscribe, listen, and follow. Don't forget to leave us a question in the iTunes review at Comic Book Live on Twitter, Comic Book Club Live on Instagram, ComicBookClubLive.com for this podcast and many more. Until next time, we'll see you in the cat briefcase.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.